back to Black Card Rehab, the show where we go from zero to black one episode at a time. I am joined today by my white friend, Paige. Hey, Paige. Hello. Um, so on a scale of zero to black, how are you feeling today? I am feeling the number 13 Carol C. Special, one delicious succulent chicken breast and one delicious waffle. Uh, <laughs> I'm full of breakfast. <laughs> Did you really go to Roscoe's today, though? No, no. Well, oh, we're, okay. in, we're in NorCal, but <laughs> my my mom cooked up a storm of eggs, and then we also got up and made lasagna this morning for lunch. So it's just okay. been like food for days. <laughs> I can barely move. It's great. Mama goes. Yes. <laughs> and Carol on his Carol. Carol. <laughs> This is the Carol C special. Uh, <laughs> and Crystal. I don't be cooking, so that's <laughs> definitely not me. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it needs I don't think you need to cook it for you to be it, to be your special. Oh, Carol just like a fan of meat. Do, yeah. I think if you just enjoy eating it, they're like, okay. this is clearly Carol's. Uh <laughs> so Crystal, on a scale from zero to African American, how are you feeling today? I am feeling Sanford from Sanford and Sons. Okay. Um, my back went out. So oh, no. <laughs> I'm coming. That's what I'm going to do when my back goes out now. It'll make it more fun. <laughs> the sound your spine is making as it yes, pops in exactly. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I love how my spine cracks on beat. <laughs> it would. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> on the upbeat. <laughs> no less. Um, uh, and today, uh, I am so happy to have our guest on. He is a longtime a friend of mine. We met first uh, through dance um at debbie ellen dance academy and he is a phenomenal dancer um he's been he was a assistant choreographer for the james corden show um he's been on the good morning what is it good morning america am i saying that right okay great um my good friend ivan owens Woo! hey hi yes thanks for being <laughs> here and on a scale of zero to black how are you feeling today Blackity, blackity, and black. <laughs> I'm super black today. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> He's got his messages in. on on silent. He told Siri to peace. Yes. Ow. Do not disturb. I asked Alexa the other day if Black Lives Matter, and she said yes. So there you go. The robots on are on our side. Okay, that's really the side you want to be on because if Terminator (laughs) is to be believed, they're going to murder everyone that's their enemy. So (laughs) absolutely. So um, I wanted Ivan to come on today to talk about um, something that he is extremely good at and has been doing on stages, on camera, all over the place. Um, tap, tap yes. dancing. Yes. yes. <laughs> was that your guess, Paige? That was my guess, actually. Oh, okay. Uh, well, my, my guess was specifically the Christopher Brothers. Oh, okay. Um, the Nicholas Brothers, you mean? Right. Nicholas Brothers. The Nicholas ah! Brothers, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. I was like, who? My apologies. I, yes, the Nicholas Brothers. Though. The Nicholas I He could speak on I do have a friend. We do have a mutual friend that could speak on it because she is a Both direct descendant. Yes. Ooh. But we only want to talk to one. No, I'm just kidding. No, he has two granddaughters. Um, are they granddaughters or grandnieces? Oh, yeah, because they're both. brothers. Obviously, both. Are both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we know two of the descendants of the Nicholas brothers, um, and one of them is still dancing. So but what about the cool. Christopher brothers, though? Like, do we know any Yeah, of those? what about them? What, what about, about them? Who are they? Who I'm are sure these Christopher the brothers? Nicholas brothers, no. they killed them. Uh, <laughs> That's And they it, absorbed their dance abilities. Yes. Just like Highlander. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan's trying not to get canceled. No, because <laughs> Here, you know, twenty twenty's already been canceled. Thanks. Here's Rona. what I'm thinking. I think the Christopher brothers are two white twins that tried to be oh, like the Nicholas yes. brothers, but right. they couldn't pull off the splits. Yes, yes, that's oh. like like in Dreamgirls when they were like. 
I've got me a Cadillac, Cadillac, Ooh, Cadillac. They try that. They got me a intro. Cadillac car. That group they brought in in the five heartbeats. <laughs> yes. The stallion. What was it called? Yeah, them? Do, the, something. I, all I know is they all had bad wigs. Yeah. Ivan, have you seen the five heartbeats? Yes. Oh, you have. That's, that's like asking me, <laughs> Ivan, did I wake up this morning? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. There's just some movies you just you just have to watch. There's just some movies you just have to watch. Well, I hadn't seen it until three weeks ago, so or it was like a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is time that for you? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? That is theory. That is a theory. Time. Um. Okay. So let's let's get into it. Okay. Um. So let's let's start by saying so I. And both me and Paige yeah. have tap danced. Yes. Yes. So we know we we will shuffle your ball change, okay? <laughs> I'm a collapse back to you too. <laughs> I still have my taps. Like really? Yeah, I still have a pair that fits. <laughs> Haven't used them in like Look how hot years. it is. Look how hot oh it is my here. god! So right right now, Ivan is showing us the the sweat stains <laughs> on and his just shirt. Sitting down, and I'm just sitting he's down. just sitting. <laughs> Welcome to New York. Wow. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So are you dancing? Like, what are you doing right now? Like d- during the pandemic and during all this pand- stuff. I'm actually teaching via Zoom, and you wow. Know, okay, that's awesome. Difficult. It's it's no, it's great, right? But it's just very difficult because. I primarily teach gymnastics. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's what you do while on Zoom. You teach gymnastics, of course. And so... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So... Jump for it. Trust yeah. me. I'm spotting you from here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what one does, you know. And so I am teaching a lot of acro gymnastics, you know, floor base on Zoom. And I am teaching tap on Zoom and ballet on Zoom. And so, uh Getting the people, getting people's Wi-Fi's to sync up with your Wi-Fi, mm. and there's there's either a four second delay or an eight second delay with music, and I'm just like, oh my goodness, just smile and just let them do what they're doing. <laughs> <And> they <have laughs> oh my to- god, I just realized how what a situation you you put yourself yes. in because I, I was just like, I, oh god, the delay, yeah, <laughs> yes. the delay, and also like Wait, I don't know if you can you can see. I mean, I'm sure you can see right now, Paige. Ivan has a very expressive face. Oh. And so <laughs> if you are not on point. <laughs> Ooh, shows. It shows. You what you need to do is you need to like have like a graphic that goes over your face <laughs> that covers your face when they're messing up. Yes, so. yes. You know what? You know, <laughs> I had a friend who who joined me on one of my zoom classes mm-hmm. and he was he was like he, he wanted to see my teaching style and so i said oh child that's a mess do that again i even <laughs> give her a chance well, <laughs> i just taught it to her 30 minutes ago she should have it by now <laughs> it's two eight counts for crying out loud it's only two eight counts yeah you can learn two eight counts in 30 minutes i'm like you can do this it's 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 definitely doable but you know, <laughs> my friends out here in New York, they're cracking me up. I have been doing your choreography. It's like running 10 football fields, doing jumping jacks and hurdles. I can't do it. I just can't do yeah. it. I can't function. I'm like, but you know, it's easy. <laughs> no, no. That's and I know philosophy. that's for a fact because he'll be like, it's two eight counts, but it'll be like, it's and two, two eight counts in sixteen sixteen B exactly. <laughs> Paige, you're right. You're hired. <laughs> She's hired. Uh, full disclosure: the last time I had to tap was in a production of Singing in the Rain, and the choreographer got mad uh, at one of the girls dancing next to me and made her dance behind a tree for a whole. Uh, <laughs> That was one shady choreographer, I tell you. One shady choreographer. Uh, it was oh, one of those wow. things where I would have spoken up, but it was too funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally here for that. I'm totally here for that. 1,000%. Because you know. You know when you know. 
we know, we know. <laughs> well, it was just hilarious for her to be like, okay, your mark is going to be here. Your mark is going to be here. And then your mark is going to be here. And she was just like behind the tree. And she was like, uh-huh. And then just kept walking away. <laughs> it's nice it's nice when you can have um nature uh help make Ah! your formations look the way they're supposed to i'm done with you crystal (laughs) (laughs) so ivan tell us how did you even come to dance and how did you come to tap well it started back in miami that's where i'm from originally miami florida and um, my mother was trying to get my sister and I out of the house for the summer. She mm-hmm. says, get out, find something right. to do. And so child that- abuse is how. It's <laughs> 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 so, not necessarily child abuse, but neglect, you know, disowning for the summertime. Like, get out of my house. I said, okay, ma. And so, mm-hmm. you know, my sister, she she went to the summer camp. And then I wanted to go. And so at the time, I was great with art and paint and sculpting and ceramics. And so I went to this, I got a scholarship to go to an arts camp. But to complete my scholarship, I needed one dance curriculum. I was like, dance? What's that? I don't want to dance. I want to paint. I want to draw. You know? Uh And so it was either jazz dance or musical theater. And I was like, well, I'm not gay so i'm not gonna do jazz dance i like that you thought musical theater was the less gay option of the two they were like i mean well at the time you know at the time i didn't know who i was you know you know we're in this facade this little in this little closet this suburban yes, closet that yes, everyone keeps talking yes. about you know and so i went to do musical theater and uh-huh. then like my teachers and musical theater they saw me shine and the musical that we did was what was it do you remember which one it was jelly's last musical jam of course okay all right of course (laughs) because from that musical i just learned a lot more about tap and jazz dance and musical theater and all that um and acting with that combination right and that same year my mother the family and i we were moving to the west coast arizona and the, the teachers were trying to have me stay in Miami and try mm-hmm. to offer me scholarships to local dance schools back in Miami. My mom was not having it. She was like, nah, he's coming with me. I'm like, okay, cool, whatever, fine. And so once we moved to Arizona in 2000, I started dancing full time. Wow. Like, we moved to Arizona. I was looking immediately. Mm-hmm. You hear me? Immediately. Immediately for a dance studio, and then I found it, and you know, period. I found it, and I'm here. Uh huh. And and then how I found tap dancing, you know, tap was very strong at the studio. I was more of a ballet dancer at the time, a modern dancer at the time. And one year, just before I moved to Los Angeles, actually, Mm -hmm. um, something told me 2007. This was. Something told me to like really study tap. And so like I studied tap, obviously, but then I studied tap immensely about the history, who's mm-hmm. who, what steps I should know, what am I talking about while I'm performing, right? And mm-hmm. so I did that. And one of my studios that I was teaching at um, offered me to go to, you know, a dance comp and that um, later on that year. And I went and then that's when I met Chloe Arnold who mm-hmm. then launched me to Los Angeles. And so mm-hmm. that's how I moved to LA. Based, it was like 200 dancers in the, in the um, where were we? In the hotel room. Like you, what are, the, what, what are those called? Um, the, like the ballrooms. Yeah, the, the ballroom, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they're like 200 dancers. I'm far in the back. And you hear Chloe Arnold on the mic, like asking, I forget what question it was. I was the only one who had the answer. I'm in the back out of 200 dancers. And she calls me to the stage. She's like, what was the answer you said? I don't remember the question, but I had it right. (laughs) (laughs) I had it right. And then from there, I moved to L.A. quite literally within weeks. She's like, Uh do you know know who Debbie Allen is? I said, did I wake up today? (laughs) (laughs) Of course I knew who Debbie Allen is. If 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 you're a dancer, especially a black dancer, and you don't know who Debbie Allen is, I'm sorry. You don't have education. 
that's fair. That's that's really fair, right? And so she's like, well, you know, I work closely with her. I want you to come out to LA. And so I fell more in love with Cap because Mm -hmm. of that one shared experience with Chloe. Because, you know, something enemy said, you know what, Ivan, I need you to do your very best and study Tap. It's history, where it came from, what it means for Black people in America and for Black dancers in America, you know. Um, and so that's exactly what I did. I'm glad I followed that intuition. So I, I'm curious. I'm curious about this because I only have, like, passing knowledge about the history just mm-hmm. from, like, different movies that I've watched. And, mm-hmm. like, but I'm I'm curious about, like, how TAP kind of became what it is now and, like, I've, you know, because for a long time I've associated as anybody can do it, but it's, it kind of became popular as this black thing because black people, like it was a way for them to make money as entertainers. Yeah. So tell, tell us about the history of, of tap and like why it was associated with black people for a while in movies and, you know, all of the, the crazy stunts that people did and. So back in the early 1800s, um, it comes, it goes way that far back. Nice. Yeah. During the slave time, um, you know, the slave owners, unfortunately, took away Black rights, um, took away their, percuss- their percussive instruments. And so for them to feel at home, to fo- for Black slaves, for the slaves to feel, you know, attached to their cultural identity, they came up the slaves came up with a different way of entertainment, and that was through percussive footwork. Um, then known as Master Juba. What? Yes. Say that again. Master Juba. Master Juba. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, over the years, it was, it was jigging. You were jigging mm-hmm. over the years, or help me pronounce this, Juba. D-J-O-U-B-A. Mm-hmm. Juba, yeah. Juba. Um, mm-hmm. and so and you know there are some similarities with the Irish clog mm, yeah and there's some similarities but it's not tapping yeah <laughs> <laughs> not tap. mm-hmm. don't get it confused but yeah and so that's where it be it was popularly known for, as a black art it still is popularly known popularly known as a black art form um, because it did come from slaves it did come from our ancestry and this what was your other question i'm sorry no that's i mean keep going but that's great i do i, I actually have a question if i'm listening Paige, like cool uh do you think stepping came out of this as well just thinking of percussive footwork yeah. <laughs> i wish you guys could see ivan's face right now. <laughs> yes yes unfortunately i didn't go to um an hbcu university but they definitely teach stepping as a black art form from the diaspora so mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. <laughs> a black art form um but that was one of the main things um that slaves or black dancers at the time could do for payment you know mm-hmm. and you're talking about these amazing tricks yeah, so back then, we all know, we didn't have the technology to, like, pause, record, splice mm-hmm. a movie. So you have to hit it the first time, and you have to hit it right mm-hmm. the first time. And so many of those great talents from back then were exceptionally great because, in my personal opinion, <laughs> I don't know many people who can do those sort of things that they did in that time without hitting a pause, let me get a water break. You, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. even saying me, even though, you know, I dance when we're dancing outside this pandemic, I dance. And so that's even coming from me, like, give me a water break. <laughs> <laughs> if I had that proverbial cigarette, I would do the cigarette break, but I don't smoke. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, back then, those dancers, even dancers today, but you know, really, back then because it was so difficult for black entertainers to succeed to thrive and survive and so they really had to be the best of the best so what other questions do you have 
<laughs> so when did we first like when tap first started to make it onto movies mm-hmm. i'm yeah you got you got information on that you do you like because the first time i remember seeing tap in movies because i honestly i actually hadn't seen singing in the rain until late in life mm-hmm. like it was not a, a thing that my parents showed me mm-hmm. so i i was only aware that it existed um, but i think the first time i saw but I so I but I was interested for whatever reason in Shirley Temple. Yes, yes. And with so the, the first time the I saw Sandman. Tap on TV was yeah with that homeboy d- tapping up and down the stairs. Yeah, with um, that little white girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was actually I do have that on here on my list actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but to tell you the truth, I don't have a precise date of when the very first type experience was filmed but it does go as far back as to the minstrel shows and the vaudeville Mm. shows you know um and blackface oh my goodness Mm -hmm. but um and that was when you know white counterparts were blacking out Mm -hmm. their faces and sorry (laughs) (laughs) thanks Paige you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, blacking out their faces to mock black entertainers. Um, and that was, you know, a stab mm-hmm. in itself. But mm-hmm. the movies that I have are like Tap, Tap yeah. the movie starring the late great Gregory Hines. Mm-hmm. And there's other phenomenal tap dancers in that movie. Um, Save Young Glover when he was younger, Baby Save. That's right. Um, there's Sandman. What's his last name? Oh my goodness, I can't think. Um, oh my goodness, I can't. Sandman Sims, um, Jimmy Slide, Buster Brown. Um, who? There's plenty of other people in that great movie. And then we know this fun movie, Happy Feet. Yes. <laughs> With the penguins. <laughs> um, Savion Glover choreographed that. that I love was- how when, you know, a uh, a production company wants to like, get like black people in mass into a movie they first do it in animal form yeah i mean really bothers lion me. king um, happy princess of the frog, princess of the frog. Princess of the frog. No, i'm just really now me. realizing that happy feet was choreographed that never <laughs> occurred to me but now that you say it i'm like well of course they would have had to have mocap people in mocap suits like doing yes. it they yes. couldn't just animate it with like no basis <laughs> And that is blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yes. Like so you were like, choreograph happy feet. I was like, those penguins weren't real. <laughs> it, was, it was this like extra like page. They can't teach penguins to tap dance. What are you doing? And then like you realize animated movies, they have to like do a you know framework first. Yes, yes, yes. I'm learning so much today. Thank you. Uh, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> no, and there's a, the, another famous movie, White Nights. Starring Gregory Hines and Mikhail Baryshnikov. Mm-hmm. And we have Stormy Weather, Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers, the movies Top Hat and Shall We Dance. And the list continues, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, these are just a few. Yeah. <laughs> um, and these are some great movies, some great footage and great What is your, do you have a favorite? Tap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Starring Gregory Hines. It's absolutely yeah. a favorite. And then follow up is White Nights, in fact. Um, so as a teacher, I have a list of footage that I require my students to watch. Oh, I'm like it's fun homework. Uh-huh. Don't, don't, don't even think of it as homework. Think of it as, you know, a movie because it is uh-huh. a movie, you know, and some do it, some don't do it. But those who don't do it, I can tell in their feet. Work. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell. Wait, in their how footwork. can you tell? Oh, because, you know. I'll take a section from a movie and mm-hmm. only for class purposes, I'll teach it. I'm like, okay, I want to know who's watching this movie. If you watch it, I'll know because you're going to do something when you watch this movie and I'm a re- I need you to record it or I need you to practice it. And mm-hmm. so I'll know when you know, I'll know. <laughs> and so the next week they'll come in. It'll be two students, the same two students, like Mr. Ivan, I did the work. I'm like... I don't want to hear it. Show me what you did. And I'm like, oh, you did the work. Show me what you did. Oh, you did the work. The other 10. Y'all didn't do the work. 
<laughs> Did y'all watch the movie? Well, I watched like the first five minutes of it, and then I went to sleep. Okay. How many days does it take for you to watch one movie? You know? <laughs> Lazy. <laughs> Lazy. <This> generation. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. You know, I have another thing to say. Um, I trick my kids all the time. Uh-huh. I ask my kids, how many years do you think it takes to get one split? Mm-hmm. Some say two years. Some say mm-hmm. five years. I said, for real, how long have you been dancing? Uh-huh. Seven years and you still don't have that one split? Oh. <laughs> so with your theory, you should, you should have your splits by now. <laughs> I said it takes a dedicated four to five weeks to get one split. Jaws drop, crickets in the background chirping. I'm like, yeah, get to work. <laughs> y'all, y'all been here for 10 years. You can't get a split. <laughs> You've been here for a year and a half. You can't do a shuffle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A flat ball change. Get out. Oh, wow. That's yeah. wait. Okay. Go so ahead. let, I mean, for people who don't know oh, yeah. that there are different styles of tap. Yes. Yes. What? Is. Yes. Ahead, yeah. What are the different styles? There's, there's rhythm tap. There's rhythm jazz tap. Can um, you explain the, those? Yeah. Each of those. Yes. Um, rhythm jazz tap, or you know, people get it mixed up when they say hoofing. Mm-hmm. It's parallel to all tap or parallel to rhythm jazz tap. You know, um, hoofing is the way of it's a lifestyle. You know, um, like Rastafarian is a lifestyle and a religion, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Hoofing is a lifestyle, but rhythm jazz tap, it's rhythmically tapping to jazz music and your very it's very classical way of tap dancing there's mm-hmm. a broadway style of tap dancing and that's mm-hmm. more about <laughs> some people make it mad at, <laughs> some people make it mad at me when i say this but it's more about you know formations rather yep. than intricate footwork mm-hmm. that's just yeah my, i mean it's interesting opinion. because it makes me also think about broadway singing versus like somebody who's like doing studio you know like more serious yeah right pop singing Mm -hmm. and then there's um soft shoe now soft Mm -hmm. shoe is tap dancing without tap shoes that's it (laughs) 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 can't get any more simple than that (laughs) literally that's it when did they start attaching the taps Ooh, to have that precise date, I would have to ask Jeeves. It's okay. Throwback. Well, I've heard like I don't know how many different stories of like they did it so that you could hear it in a theater because yes, without no, the, it no, you couldn't, or yeah. so you could hear it on camera. Yes, that's all very facts. That's okay. all very factual. Excuse me, not facts. Factual. Um, use your degree, Ivan. <laughs> Speak English. <laughs> And so, um, yes, it's, I don't have a precise date or around a time figure when they started putting taps on tap shoes, mm. but yes, it's to enhance the sound yeah. from the stage point or a theater or, um, a film TV point. Um, did I answer them all? Let me see the other styles. I mean, you've They're- kind of been tap dancing around it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Paige, we saw what you did there. We saw what you did there. And so there's like a postmodern and a contemporary theme to tap, which is um a more is um an abstract expression, thematic narrative, and usage of a lot of technology. So mm-hmm. that's like a postmodern, more contemporary way of tap dancing. Yeah. Um, tap has, I literally tapped my way into this lifestyle. I've danced literally out of the ghetto. My, my sister, she says, I have a new cart dwelled out of the ghetto, which is, (laughs) which is true. You know, Mm -hmm. um, dancing has saved me, has helped save my family. And I've lived in Japan for two years, tap dancing with Tokyo Disney um that's awesome i traveled this high seas for seven years six years with royal caribbean 
a year with NCL. Um, and I've managed to see a lot of places through my tap dancing and through my other genres of dancing. And I'm forever blessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> forever blessed. Wait, As- can you wait, can we go back and explain hoofing then? Hoofing. Um now there's still a debate out. Or is there still a debate out? Hoofing is definitely a lifestyle of like, I'm, how, how do I say this? Hoofing is, def- is definitely a lifestyle of rhythmic taps of, it's, I'm saying a lifestyle, but I'm also giving the, a different answer. Um, that one's, I can tell you 1000%, I'm not a hoofer. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's just point that out. I'm not a hoofer. Like Gregory Hines, he's a huffer. Um, he's in everything actually. Um, Saving Lover is definitely a huffer. Jamuel, um, excuse me, Jason Samuel Smith, a huffer. Like these kind of Ayadel Cassell, she's a huffer. These kind of tap dancers um, are huffers. Um, I I can't give a better definition other than visual representation mm-hmm. by looking them up on YouTube and knowing who these people are because they're like even Chloe Arnold she's a huffer she's an everything kind of tap dancer you know what you, are the Nicholas brothers the Nicholas brothers they're definitely huffers and what are the Christopher brothers no but like the nicholas brothers yes they're definitely huffers they're even broadway styles mm-hmm. um, tap dancers as well you know mm-hmm. um but they fall into every category it's a style that you have to execute but hoofing straight hoofing it's like and there's it's raw. Some people like hoofing is only for jazz tap dancers and you have to do that. You can't be a hoofer and do anything else. You know, so there's that debate within the community of tap dance. Mm. I don't know how alive that conversation is right now, but I know at one point or another that there was that debate happening. Period. <laughs> yes. Um some people that I've met, some living legends that I've met, yeah, and I got the chance to work with, mm-hmm. um, Diane Walker. Ah, oh, I love that woman. Mm-hmm. Love her. She's also in the movie Tap. She's one of the chorus tap dancers um, that you'll see in the movie. Um, I love working with Diane. I've been to some of her intensives, well, intensives that she's taught at while living in Japan, here in New York. Um, yeah, I just love her feet. I love her heart. I love that woman. Chloe Arnold and her sister, Mar- Mon Arnold, my big sisters, my mentors. Um, I'm in one of their companies. Apartment 33. And it just so <laughs> happens that I'm wearing the shirt right now. Apartment 33. You know, um, I work with them often. Jason Samuel Smith, another great tapper who I mentioned earlier. I studied with him back when I lived in Los Angeles. Um the great late Arlene Kennedy of the mm-hmm. Kennedy brother and sister. Uh, love them. They had a studio back out in Los Angeles and it's within two recent years um, that the studio has been sold, you know, and she, Arlene, oh my goodness. She was like the it studio of tap dance in Los Angeles, the premier mm-hmm. tap dance studio in Los Angeles. And she has so much memorabilia and a lot of history in her studio. Like when you walked in, you walked in into a museum of tap history. I'm like, yeah. my every time I walked into her studio, my breath was taken away from me. Yeah. Every time without fail, you know, um, may her soul rest in peace. Michelle Dorrance. Oh, I love Michelle. Yeah. yeah she's, she's really, she's really she, sweet. She's a really sweet yeah. human being and her mm-hmm. footwork, her feet work is like phenomenal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, we should say, by the way, that's a white lady. <laughs> that's a white lady. Yes. Yes. That's a white lady. Yes. yes. And she's based out here in New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Dormisha Summary Edwards. Mm-hmm. Another, another. Do, go ahead. 
Oh, well, I was just going to say, like, what are, like, if somebody knew nothing about tap and they wanted to just get started, like somebody around our age, like, just wanted to start, like, looking at it, understanding more about it, what do you recommend they look at or do? Look at, um, there's a lot of YouTube clips. Mm-hmm. Um, like the most interesting movie, or to me, the most interesting movie would be Tap. Um, mm-hmm. And if that doesn't help, there's YouTube clips. You can look up the, like, you can literally type in the word Tap <laughs> into the search engine <laughs> and millions, thousands upon thousands videos will pop up, you know? Um, the Nicholas Brothers will pop up. Well, anybody really. Diane Walker. Syncopated Ladies. Syncopated Ladies will pop up. Sammy Davis Jr. You know, um, Eleanor Powell, Ginger Rogers, Gene Kelly. And Sen- Go ahead. Yeah. And when, and when they're looking, like, what do you recommend they look for? Because I think some, I, I think a, a tap is a lot like jazz and that like, the first time you hear it, you don't know what you're listening to or for. Mm-hmm. So like, they, I mean, I don't know if you can remember like what it was like before you, bef- like the first time you saw Tap. Well, like, what do you recommend people like watch to see what's great about it? I recommend people what, what makes them feel, you know, mm-hmm. excuse me. Like when I first saw Tap, I felt a feeling like it came over me, an overwhelming feeling of, I want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I started at a dancer's late age, 13, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> 13 is late for a dancer. Yep. But um, I did what made me feel good. And I really, the moment I saw it, I just wanted to do it right then and there. And my mm-hmm. feet were like, jittering you know and at the mm-hmm. time I didn't know what my feet were doing I was just hitting my heels down slapping my toes down didn't really know didn't have an idea of what I was doing but I knew that I needed to get up and do that whatever that was because I knew it made me feel good and I knew that I wanted to do that because it made me feel good you know and so mm-hmm. when, when I talk to people like I get stopped all the time here in New York Hey, what do you do? You look like you're an you're an entertainer. I'm like, oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Out of every three people in New York, you'll walk into an entertainer, right? <laughs> and like, what is your forte? I'm like, my forte currently is tap, you know. And so, well, where's the best tap studio? You know, I'll give them the information because this tap studio was Gregory Hines' old tap studio, you know, mm-hmm. um, American Tap Dance Foundation. Ooh-ooh. Um, <laughs> they are phenomenal. That they're, they're like the cheapest in the city. Anyone, all ages can go. You know, mm-hmm. um, they actually provide tap shoes if you need. Wow, that's, that's how amazing the studio is. They provide tap shoes. That's for awesome. You if you don't have a pair, and at mm-hmm. any age, like the oldest, mm, the oldest person I saw there, probably in their eighties learning how to tap and I was moved because I'm like let's get in here together I'll shuffle ball change with you you know (laughs) (laughs) I'll shuffle ball change with you real quick um and at any age anyone can tap dance and I feel like if you're if you if you're a dancer and your body has given out on you tap dancing is the only one in my opinion Mm -hmm that can continue into your late age if your leg can't get to your head anymore. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I just love to be a well-rounded dancer. And some of my friends call me unicorn because I can literally do almost everything. (laughs) (laughs) I can flip. I do, I dance ballet. I tap. I'm in three tap companies. (laughs) And so, (laughs) you know, I'm all right. (laughs) A lot of people who don't dance don't realize that, like, dances don't just cross over one to the other. Like, it's very rare for somebody to do ballet and tap. It's usually one or the other. It's literally one or the other. And actually, um, I danced for Tucson Ballet years ago, back in Arizona, before moving to Los Angeles. And, you know, transitioning into tap my ankles. Yeah. Because I have to have strong ankles for ballet, but loose ankles for tap. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like... 
So, you know, my podiatrist and I, we figured out because of that reason, I developed air pockets in my ankles Mm -hmm. because it was tight for ballet and then very loose for tap, which created like um, separation in my bones and my ankle. And so I I created air pockets, but yeah, it's great. I'm not (laughs) (laughs) I'm cute. (laughs) What what are some of the like, the I don't know. Are there like, like juicy secrets of the tap world or like rivalries? You <laughs> near your face right now. <laughs> um, honestly, I don't know much about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you stay. You try to stay above the drama. I do my very best <laughs> to stay above the drama because I do know a lot of people. <laughs> and the top world and I love said people um, but you know with any form of dance there's going to be you know I did this better you stole that for me or you took this for me or whatever have you or some people may think um, one person is you know what am I trying to say that one person is trying to undermine tap by doing it too commercially or mm. not you know but you know tap some people think tap is a dying art form and it's not it's mm-hmm. just being unfortunately misrepresented it over the years and so there's a lot of well-known tap dancers who are doing their very best for their platforms to bring it to the forefront you know to highlight it in social media social media and tv and film media you know and so I'm on that train, right? Like, that's the train I want to be on, you mm-hmm. know? I want to take that A train. Ah, yeah, that's what I did there. <laughs> I want to take that A train, you know? And, yeah, and just keep Tap alive because Tap literally has saved me, has saved my family, and that's what connected us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quiet yeah. as it's kept. That's what connected us. <laughs> Quiet as it's kept. <laughs> <laughs> but you do know, I don't know if you know this, but what? Maya, Maya the singer, uh-huh. she's a real tap dancer. She was. I saw her Wasn't tap she? live at the All That Music and More Festival yes. in uh, 1999, I believe. Yes. She, oh, she wow. Actually, she went to school with Chloe Arnold and Maude Arnold. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think at Duke Ellington back in um, D.C. area. And uh-huh. then, you know, Dulé Hill. Oh, yes. I do actor. know about Dulé. Yes. yes. From Psych, from yes. West Wing. The Guardian. Yes. Holes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. a tap dancer as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. all these people with secret talents. I just Jeff love Bezos. Them. Yes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> And I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, he to be tap dancing on them coins he's making. <laughs> Who else? But yeah, you know, like tap is it's great. Period. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just it's just great. It makes me feel good. Um, I literally have tap conversations almost every other day with my very close friends here in New York. Um, and we talk about different ways to come up with different projects, you know, mm-hmm. and to film during this pandemic, because I may live here in New York. Some of my friends live in Philadelphia or in deep South New Jersey or even Boston. Ain't nobody traveling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Ain't nobody got yeah. time for that. <laughs> you know, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> well, so one of the things that um, I often hear um, people say is uh, when they've got upstairs neighbors, oh um, that they're tap dancing above them. I would just like you, um, <laughs> I would like you to set the record straight. Um, <laughs> I'm listening. What you want me to say? What you want me to say? Well, just because you somebody's uh, making a lot of noise does not mean they are tap dancing. That's rude. Oh, that is <laughs> that is the ultimate rudeness. But <laughs> for this pandemic, however, yeah, you probably is what they're doing. I, I am teaching. You see, my arm's getting sweatier. Sweatier by the second. <laughs> um, I am teaching tap, but what I am doing 
I'm finding different ways not to fall off the log, you know, or do my trenches. I'm, you know, you can, you can manipulate your tap sounds. And so Mm -hmm. I, when I'm teaching to my kids, I have to remind them, hey, I can't do this full out. I live Hmm. on the third floor of my apartment building. (laughs) If I hear a lady downstairs hitting me upstairs with a broom, I'm coming for y'all. I got to remind them. They're like, Mr. Ivan, can you do a full out? No, I can't do a full out. I live on the third (laughs) floor for crying out loud. (laughs) I don't live in a house. What do you think this is? I need you to do a full out. That's why you have the training. Uh But like us tap dancers, we hate being called, we hate being called tappers. Okay, no, no. that's a that's a what else do you hate? Because <laughs> that's a no, no. What do you want to be called? Tap dancer? Or... Yeah, tap dancer. Yeah, tap dancer. Okay, yeah, yeah not yeah. tapper. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, don't we don't do that. No, that's our pronoun. <laughs> tap dancer. <laughs> tap dancer. What, yes. Okay. Um, another thing that's funny about tap dancers, I probably get shoot later for this one. <laughs> Um, arriving to rehearsals on time as an issue. <laughs> Specifically for tap dancers? Uh, I've seen it. Just... <laughs> I feel like it's extra bad because everyone can hear you walk in late. <laughs> you know, I've been in rehearsal. I've been, okay, I'm going to tell you this one story. I'm going to tell you this one story. <laughs> I've been in rehearsal. I live in Washington Heights, Manhattan. Um, and the rehearsal took place in Brooklyn. And from my, the commute is an hour and 20 minutes one way, right? By a train. And so I get there at least 30 minutes ahead because you want to, you know, make sure you get that train traffic in there. Another member of this company (laughs) who lives up the street from me, (gasps) got there an hour late i'm like wait a minute how you do that (laughs) how do you get to rehearsal that's only two hours an hour late oh my god for two hours how you an hour late for a two-hour rehearsal and you live up the street from me what is that all about and it was (laughs) on a day that no one was working because you know that director he made sure that we all had the time off I'm like, okay, cool. It's a Sunday. Great. I get up at 11. I'll be there by 1230. <laughs> rehearsals at 1. I'm I'm Gucci, right? Mm. I'm there at, like I said, 1230. Rehearsal began at 1. You know, I'm warming, my, warming up my feet because rehearsal starts at 1. Right. You want to be stretched out and ready by 1, not stretching right. out at 1. Yeah. Correct. And so the director, he cracked me up. He said, everybody, I'll take a five. And he spoke to this dancer. And I was like, hey, bruh, like, seriously, why are you late? What <laughs> he was like, man, I don't want to talk about it. I said, on my train ride up, we're going to talk about it because you live up the street from me. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the whole talk. I'm like, how do you, do you need a call? Do you, do you, need, do you need me to remind you yeah. about rehearsal? Because you literally live up the street. Like, Le- it was mind boggling, you know. These hoes aren't ready. Oh no! Oh no! No no no! No. Tell tell the story about the girl who lost her shoe in the tap competition. Oh my god! I mean, I don't even know what else there is to say about that, but but. So I'm not gonna say which competition this was, but I judge for a dance competition, right? Several, and um, I have to keep my composure. No matter what happened, because my microphone is on record mode until that number has ended, right? And so even if I cough, I have to like push away from the mic. So anyways, there's three tap dancers on. There's a trio. And like the first 30 seconds are great. Out of nowhere, the girl on the far left of the stage, her shoe flies off. Oh my god! <laughs> Flies off and goes into wing one of the of, of the competition, and I'm like, oh, I guess we're gonna have Sashu today. And I, I, and I said that by oh, accident no. in the microphone, and oh, it gets better. 
And then in the same number, another girl shoe flies off the opposite wing. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> oh. I said, maybe invest in elastic shoestrings. Because <laughs> you can tie them really tight and cut them off and so your shoe won't, you know. Yeah. I've never had this be a problem. Oh my goodness. It's That's crazy. Your, and I'm like, were the dancers rushing? You know, you as a judge, yeah. you have to give them you have to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Mm-hmm. And so in the microphone, I was like, I don't know if the dancers were rushing or if they felt or if they felt discombobulated, but maybe next time, you know, mm-hmm. maybe next time, double, triple check the shoes before coming on stage because this is a great number. <laughs> you know, you have to end it on a positive note. You have to end it on a positive note. <laughs> because you want to come back to work. You want to come back to work. Did the and shoe so I, hit anybody? No, it just, it flew off. Okay. Like it slid off her, like, I don't know how a shoe can slide off your foot, but it the, the shoe slid across the stage. Literally, think center stage, and then the shoe flies off wing one to the left. And I'm like, oh, and there it goes. It was like drag racing. Zoom, zoom, one shoe after another. And then another one. (laughs) Another. This young man who, he is an actual good tap dancer. He's a good tap dancer. Um, But that day was not his day. Mm-hmm. It happens to the best of us. It was not his day, which was it was at another competition, and it if it wasn't for his shirt that came off, his pants started to unravel, and then his shoe came off. I'm like, is this a part of the dance? Because it was one article of clothing after another article. Oh my of clothing. god! Then his shoe came off, and the judges and I are looking like, should we even score this number? <laughs> Because it was like one thing after another and after another. Right. And then... You were like, is this a tap competition or a magic mic? Figure it out. <laughs> okay. And then I'm just like... And then the director of that comp came over. It's like, we're going to let him do it again. Don't score this number. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. Because he was about to get a gold. <laughs> the lowest of them all. Oh, is that the lowest? (laughs) There's like high gold, platinum, high platinum. Oh, they silver's Mm -hmm. the lowest, excuse me. But at that comp, they only want you to go gold. But um Yes. I have plenty of stories. Or like the time when I was living in Japan tapping for the big mouse out there. Um Uh (laughs) there's 40 dancers on stage. Mm Mm-hmm. Imagine the beauty of 40 dancers. Yes. And then out of those 40 dancers, there's 10 tap dancers. Uh So even though we're all hitting the same choreography, there's really, you know, 10 tap dancers who are miked. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Everybody's supposed to be tap dancing, but all 40 are supposed to be tap dancing, but only 10 10 are getting... The, sound. the mic. Yeah. I'm very familiar with this. This is Broadway. Oh my god! Trip. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, what? Tell us that, that What? Tell us. Oh tell no! Th- I mean, this is how. So when whenever I've had to tap in shows, specifically, I did Guys and Dolls where we tapped and then singing in the rain. There's always like a handful of people who really get it and they're good at it, and the rest of them are white. And so you have to. Mic- <laughs> Everyone. You have to mic the people that can actually tap. This is the same thing like when I was in a, a sorority and some people just can't sing or they can't clap on beat. And so you just have them pretend and then mouth words. Yeah. Right, right, right. And so I was just like when we, when I first got there, I was like, oh my goodness, how how amazing it is to see all 40 dancers tap dancing in unison. I'm like, sometimes I don't even work out with four people you know uh-huh. but to have 40 people that's amazing so funny. and then when i actually learned the show I was that's like, so oh, funny i put them to a bag of tricks they put them to a bag of tricks for sure but i was one of the tap dancers who were mic'd always uh-huh. <laughs> needless to say needless to say for sure 
but yeah, you know, tap dancing is great. Um, I tap out here in New York. Um, and the three companies that I'm in, and then mm-hmm. even Nate, as, when tell us what the three companies are, what the names. Um, Apartment Thirty Three, mm-hmm. ran by directed by Chloe Arnold, um, Taptastic by mm-hmm. Brother Brian. Oh my goodness! Why am I forgetting his last name? Davis. <laughs> Brian mm-hmm. Davis, and then Gerson Lanza. Um, I don't think he's created his name yet. Oh, but yeah. Whenever he needs me, I just show up with my tattoos, yeah. mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What's up? I'm here. What, what are we doing? You know?" And <laughs> oh, so, you just all of a sudden got hood. <laughs> because that's that's who I am. I'm Ivan, your friendly hood tap dancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like um, the Phyllis Hyman bust show. Bust a tap in your ass. Okay. <laughs> Where are my K three sixties at? <laughs> Um, no, like, um, I performed for my friend in his show, the Phyllis Hyman show, um, um, specifically, um, Sophisticated Ladies, Mm -hmm. and, um, Phyllis Hyman, she was in it, you know, and Uh so... We just, we just talked about Phyllis Hyman, didn't we? Because, uh, isn't she the singer that was in the... She's a singer, right? Yes. Okay, she was a singer that sang um, in school days at the party. Oh, that... yes. <laughs> yes. In the evening yeah. gown for some reason. <laughs> yes, an evening gown at a school where everybody else was naked for the beach party. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. that yes. scene. Yes. I was like, what scene is that? <laughs> yes, and so it don't mean a thing is what we tap dance to. And right. it, was, it was choreographed by Duet Fleming Jr. And it was a great piece. And mm-hmm. it was my my first unofficial, my third unofficial Broadway show here in New York. Um, it was co-produced by Anthony Wayne and Kendrill Bowman. And it's a great show, period. I mean, nobody knows who these names are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not yet, they know. <laughs> That's why we have Google.com. I know you're right. <laughs> you're right. And Jeeves. Yeah. I love Jeeves. you. <laughs> you got to ask Jeeves. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sweating. I'm sweating like a pancake oh. out here in New York. I'm well, so sorry. I have my face on. That's okay. That's okay. I mean, I think I, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast to teach everybody about tap dance. Hopefully, the people will listen to this podcast and give. Put some respect on Tap's name, yes. you know? No, seriously. Um, Tap has been mistreated over the years, but we're, we're here for a comeback. And mm-hmm. Tap has not been canceled. Okay. And 2020 either, has been canceled. And, and yes, 2020 is, yes. <laughs> 2020 is... Uh, this This year... <laughs> Remember, you guys remember when we laughed at all those kids at Firefest? <laughs> and then 2020 happened, and then, oh yeah, we, we're right there with them. Yeah, right yeah there this year them. is the cheese sandwich. <laughs> yeah. So wild. Um, well, tell everybody where they can find you. Um, my social media on mm-hmm. Instagram. Is- What's your social media handle? Yeah. Ivan Owens underscore official for Instagram. And uh-huh. then that's all I have for you. <laughs> um, I'm affiliated with, um, I'm in the company of Apartment 33. And that's Apartment 33 on Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. And then, yes. You have some YouTube videos, right? You have a YouTube I video? have a YouTube video. That is there was up. a video that you just produced recently um, with uh, Stevie Wonders. Don't you worry about a thing. Yes, I loved it. It was great. Thank you. We'll um, put it on our social media when we promote this episode. Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of Black Car Rehab. Please share the podcast. Thank you for every uh, every share. Everybody that's been posting about it, it really has meant the world. Um, we can see the numbers growing slowly but surely but there's 
so many more people that I think would love this podcast. So please share it with somebody. Um, we really appreciate you guys. And we will be black next time. <laughs> <laughs>